This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Allison Lee Rosenfeld, the voice of Bonnie and Nurse Joy from Pokemon, Rio Castle, Riley, and Allie from Yu-Gi-Oh!, and star of Crumbly Kitchen. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, I check out Super Mario 3D All-Stars and see if it is indeed worth celebrating. Also, my soft review of WWE 2K Battleground. Yes, damn it, I got the game anyway. And find out why it may be my last 2K game investment. All this and more, plus a Yakuza movie, as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Welcome back to another episode of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Desayan. Normally, I would always start the show by saying I hope everybody had a great week, but let's be real. This has been a crappy week, among other crappy weeks, among all accumulating to a shitty year. You know, a lot of us know what happened this week. Uh, you know, September 23rd, marked in history. And synonymous with another mark in history, which was both bad, we got the verdict for Breonna Taylor, which wasn't really a verdict at all if you if you you know depending on who you talk to and um it was just bad like there was no justice at all there was a you know pretty much a scapegoat of an excuse and a and still a a a lack of value within a black life for that so the journey in saga continues with that but even worse that verdict that acquitted that acquittal of those cops Mark the same day, 65 years ago, or some 60 years ago or some, I believe it's 65, September 23rd, 1955, a kid named Emmett Till was kidnapped and brutally murdered by a bunch of racist goons who pretty much came in and literally murdered and lynched the kid and brutalized him. Like, you couldn't even recognize his face. There court date was the same day and they were acquitted september 23rd 1955 and now we have brianna taylor september 23rd 2020 this is no game people and if this is a game this is a game i never want to play unless it results in the end seeing us getting the justice and equality that we deserve this is more than a reason to vote this is not a reason to be bitter. This is not about being envious. This is not about, you know, not supporting. This is all about supporting. This is all about working together. This is all about seeing equal ground. This is all about making sure that we all get equal opportunity to get the same equal resources to make sure that we all stay alive, that we all protect each other. And I'm not just talking about all of us as black people, but all of us in the LGBT. Uh, Q community, all of us in the Hispanic community, in the Latino community, all of us, you know, everybody 
everybody working together. Because this is supposed to be the United States. We're supposed to be the most powerful country in the world. What happened to that? It was only meant to be only powerful for one for one uh, division, unfortunately. And unfortunately, that's not the case. But we're here to tell you this fight isn't over. This is our end game. And November 3rd, it's now or never now forever, folks. This is not put all whatever your grief, your envy, your hate aside for whatever, whoever and work together because our lives are on the line right now. <laughs> not only that, the planet life is on the line because we got we're battling against politics versus science as well so i don't want to get too deep into it but you know it is what it is right now and we got to do what we got to do and let's all work together to make sure we do that on top of that if you're a wrestling fan you're also saddened by the announcement that road warrior animal is no longer with us died at a young age of 60 we still don't know exactly the reason for his death but we we officially lost both road warriors and it is absolutely sad on september 23rd the very same day just a very sad day just another notch to another sad year we just lost ruth gator uh ruth bader ginsburg as well which is a huge 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 loss and if any reason to vote now with her out of there we got to fill that shoes we got to fight harder because she fought for us in so many ways. And if you don't know why or how or why we need to fight in honor of her and honor of John Lewis, look it up. Because these guys, two people, went out of their way to stick their necks out for millions of people to make sure that we all have equal grounds. And they fought to their bitter end and to their very end. And now it's time for us to fight in their honor along with also fighting for each other. Let's get it done. Let's get it done because, again, this is our end game. And I refuse to have it be game over. I refuse. I refuse. I digress, people. I apologize because from a standpoint that this is a video game podcast, but I will not apologize for saying what I believe in. And then that said, let's all get it together. Let's talk about video games, folks. We got some things to talk about. We got 3D uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which I'll be talking about on my final stage review. But I also got a soft review because the wrestling bug in me decided to say, I will try this game out. I will, you know, put in a bullet. I want to see the life after death of 2K games after Yuke's left and see how they fare. Uh, which, by the way, I should also add in reference to War Road Warrior Animal that uh, the team at RetroSoft uh, Studios is in process of finishing up their Retromania Wrestling game, which is the follow-up to uh, WrestleFest, the arcade game, WWF WrestleFest from back in the day in the arcades. So they are doing the sequel. As you guys know, Mike Herman's been on the show. He's been on plenty of different platforms. And... If you have been following it, you also know that Road Warrior Animal is in the game. Actually, I'm sorry, both Road Warriors, both Hawk and Animal. And I, if I recall, Road Warrior Animal did do a promo for RetroSoft Studios promoting the game. So I, I, I know that those guys are going through the motions right now, and um, it's just tragic because um, 
you know, Mike Herman has, got, has gotten a chance to be able to talk and work with uh, Animal to get him and 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 Road Warrior Hawk in the game, and I can only imagine what they're going through right now to have this journey and be able to talk. You know, get a chance to meet your heroes and to see your heroes die before the game ever comes out. Hopefully, that will give them more of a reason to make sure that this game is going to be awesome it's going to be a lot of fun um that's you know if that was me and that happened to me I, that will refuel me to no end and i want to make sure i make the best game possible i'm rooting for those guys over at collegeville and um i'm looking forward to playing that game now more than ever so shout out to mike herman shout out to the people at retrosoft games and i look forward to talking to them soon on that as well as uh playing that game like i said i talked to um mega ran a while back because you know he's involved in it as well uh they used his music for the game and uh in some form or fashion and we both got a chance to play the demo the demo was awesome at, at its early stage so they're just you know this is their first game too so you gotta you know take a little easy on those guys because this is their first game you know this is a big big development and they're making a wrestling game which is something that is a big niche for a certain part of the gaming community like myself and it's not many out there i mean wwe 2k battlegrounds is out now and now you gotta you know there's gonna be some compare and contrast to that because you know this game has come out we're gonna let's talk about this game let's talk let's really really talk about this game um my soft review of WWE 2K Battlegrounds, people. With the loss of, you know, game developer Ukes, which, I, but like, I was a fan of Ukes. I wasn't, they're, they're, they're by no means, and never will be, Aki. They will never be what that company has done. That, that game engine that Aki made was airtight compared to what Ukes ha has done. But, credit to Ukes, over the years, or use case, or yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure the the pronunciation is Ukes. Um, over the years, they have developed a more tighter engine. There were also bumps in the road, but for the most part, I felt that it was a lot of the games was playable, but there were some hit and miss times. I think uh, WWE 2K19 was possibly their best in years that they've done. And the funny part is, if you go into their website they are heavily advertising that that's what they worked on they don't mention wwe 2k 18 or any other games prior to that that they've worked on because they've been around since the since the uh the playstation one era making games for wwe uh they have not made a claim to any of those games but they made claim to wwe 2k 19 which in fact is the last game that they've ever worked on they technically kind of worked on ukes but they just i mean uh, on uh 2k20 but they jumped off it and made claims that they never actually <laughs> actually uh worked on it at all but they uh they, they did in fact uh from what it was said it was they actually did work on it but they you know fell off mid-development that's what has been said but they're claiming otherwise on that but um WWE and 2K Games decided to go back to the Super to WWE Superstars route, which if you guys remember that game, that was also an arcade game that they created, which there's a lot of similarities to Battlegrounds here, uh, with the exception of the Superstars character design 
was actually kind of disgusting in a sense because everybody and it you know what's funny about the wwe 2k superstars game it was another arcadey wrestling game but it, it really the the art defined the times the art style defined the times in a sense of you had these overly roided wrestlers and if i remember correctly and i could be wrong but I, that was at a time where everybody was questioning whether you know i mean there's always been some some roided you know situations always mentioned about particular superstars in wrestling or drug issues in wrestling but that particular area when era when they came out with that they had these super roided even ray mysterio was like extremely roided like with these absurd exaggerations of muscular uh, muscle guys and this was during at the time where there's a lot of steroid use speculations if i'm correct uh it, and it was just like this is kind of bad taste in so many ways especially when you had hulk hogan in the row and uh in uh ultimate warrior in the game who has been known or documented that it was they were using uh roids at the time and that it's just it's crazy it was just crazy that they did that but this version battlegrounds here they're still all muscular and and, and in shape but not nearly as bad as it looked at there it, it, they look healthy in this one but still like a super deformed like uh i guess ghibli style if you want to put it to uh, anime terms you know they they they're just super deformed and they look but they look all healthy in shape not as overly overly roided look this time but uh they went back to this route just with some different cosmetics um which you know wwe battlegrounds what can i say about this plain and simple it's a game that we didn't want as a wrestling gamer as the wrestling gaming community it's not a game that we want but it's also not as bad as we thought it would be and I say that because there's a lot of things that when you're looking at it, it's like, okay, this just looks like this is the answer to what they're trying to do. And it, it to me, it just, it, it was transparent. It really became transparent to me that like they couldn't do what they were doing with um, when they had the 2K series and Ukes was background. Because what I love about this is that everybody, fans, always crapped on ukes well i, I want to say all fans but there many fans have always crapped on ukes because they said that their you know their engine sucked their you know it i didn't think it was bad i didn't think it was great either it wasn't like the greatest thing ever but it wasn't bad like it was very playable it's the best that we've gotten and you know from any other thing because every time somebody comes out with a wrestling game they just don't get it right ukes had a formula that was right even I still play WWE 2K18 on the Switch, believe it or not. And as it, much as now, granted, when I say that, I only play the universe mode in there because you can just create your own, you know, promotion and universe and everything. If you play the story mode, that's the glitchiest thing ever. So I stay out of that, and I don't, I don't, even, I don't, even, I pretend it doesn't even exist. But if you play the universe mode on 2K18, it's believe it or not, playable. It is actually playable in there, and I only there's only a few glitches that comes in every so often it doesn't crash uh at all in in that part so i mean before they stop 
cold turkey on that they did manage to spruce it up the graphics looks much better than it did when it first came out i mean it was atrocious when it was first out it just it was so bad so they did patch it up pretty well to the point that i i still play it you know because it's the only wrestling game we got and for some reason spike Chonesoft decided that they did not want to come out with um what is it uh i, I still don't understand why they didn't come out with uh, fire pro wrestling for the switch that seems like a no-brainer to me I, I i just don't get it they have opted out of doing it i still hope that they try because they're missing out on on a market that they can benefit from i know there's a lot of wrestling fans who own switches uh nintendo switch uh consoles and man are they missing out on that i knew there are plenty of people it's like y'all not want to make money what's going on here what is the reason did nintendo did you not meet the code that nintendo you know requires for you to be able to publish a game on there i don't i don't get why they haven't done that and i remember when i reached out to them before they teased something of the nature they were going to do something like that but it never came it, it never came about to them even announcing that they were going on a switch like i i just don't get it i i it, it boggles my mind to this day it's been over a year or two now that the game's been out and it still hasn't even attempted to make it on a nintendo switch there is no role game up until uh, and i really honestly i don't really want to count battlegrounds as a legit wrestling game experience because it's an arcade game it's an arcade game that is focused that is based on wrestling but it's not an actual wrestling simulation game like the 2k series is or like what fire pro is um or i don't even I, to my knowledge uh to wit uh retro soft uh retro mania wrestling is going to be because they you know a lot of the, the control scheme that they're making for it is a little bit of an elaborate more elaborate version of what it was an arcade is going to be more fire pro than it is going to be the arcade version which was very simplistic in its control scheme uh so that's possibly going to be more considered more simulation than arcade in a sense so they re really aside from 2k18 we don't really have a legit wrestling game on there i mean there you know if you go on a super nintendo online there's a there's the uh wrestling game on there uh there's a wrestling game on there but other than that it's it, it's there's nothing of that has that depth and experience that you want to you know go through so we're still we're still dry on that noob so battlegrounds is just really a brawler at best this is just like a this is a every bit as a brawler is like super smash brothers to me now the question is after I just, you know, the bug in me decided to go check it out. Is this game worth it? Despite all that has happened in the last year with the departure of Ukes and 2K Games, they managed to come up with a simple and easy arcade style wrestling game featuring WWE talent. Believe it or not, this game isn't as bad in a sense of control scheme, replay value, and just simple fun. I was... I was really happy about this and a lot of the reason why I decided to jump on this because this is the one thing that I knew 2K can do because they all they did was use their same ideals that they use for NBA 2K Playground and it's this, I believe it's the same team that worked on that and I actually did like that because what they did with that it was it they did the entire formula for NBA Jam, but added a little bit more to it. And that game is actually fun. 
aside from the the microtransactions, you know, and everything that people hate so much. So this wasn't I, I had a hunch. I'm like, okay, because I actually do like that game and I figured that those guys are behind it, I want to see what they do with this. So I bought in despite my hatred for the for WWE right now. I decided to jump on it. And you know, there's some there's a lot of pluses but also some negatives as well. Commentary actually is a bit refreshing. I want to point that out a bit. Uh, I don't listen to the commentary as much. I tend to turn the audio off, but I was happy and relieved to know that Michael Cole was not on this game. Instead, they came with the team of Jerry Lawler and former NXT commentator Mauro Ronaldo, which I am super happy that he's left that company. Um, they didn't treat him well. They didn't treat him with the respect that he deserved, and that he is a tremendous commentator. He's a very passionate commentator. He's also a huge fan of the um, of the company and everything that he go he's going through in his personal life. They did not help, and. You know, I'm just glad that he he's out of there and um, hopefully we can see him back at a better wrestling organization. He's still doing boxing. He's still doing MMA where he's more valued at. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But he's his last video game deal is that he's on air. And I love what I love about it is that it's kind of repetitive, but subtly, Uh, you know, you don't get them talking as much. They just do a lot of sound bites you know during certain moves or whatever like that so it's not entirely bad at all and it's you know it's better than a lot of 2k titles of the past i can just say that um because hearing Corey graves and michael cole say the same things over and over again it 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 could be it could be bothersome um this was in fact a very stripped down and diluted game compared to the 2k series as we all knew it was going to be um 2k battlegrounds approach is without a doubt transparent as i mentioned because they don't have the depth and they lack the depth of what yukes provided and i love and again what i love about it is that it proves that yukes was a value to that brand it was a value to those games say what you want about the people now you see what happens when yukes is not working on a game you get 2k 20 you know and then you get this diluted game because they this is just all this is saying is that we can't make a really good game, so we're going to make this little easy game and make it as simplistic as possible because if we do any more, it'll be crap. And that's exactly what they did. They played it safe. Uh, so the lack and depth of Ukes provided is something that they couldn't have accomplished, which is, you know, almost the equivalent. This game is the equivalent of uh, to having a Hershey mini chocolate bar as opposed to the actual real thing. You know, it's just a smidge of what this, of what they could have done. Um, but within the game lies some fun features. I mean, you got the campaign mode, which is the story mode. And what I like about the story mode is that they got this comic book cutscene that you that you read through. And believe it or not, I do like the comic book cutscene because they the writers, whoever the writers are, I give them credit. They did something really cool, and it was kind of tongue and cheeky. Um, you know, they played with Vince McMahon a bit, and, and you know, played onto the things that people in the know kind of speculates or know about him they got paul Heyman in there and you know a lot of things that you hear on like wrestling radio shows and stuff like that they kind of played on that you know i don't know if Vince man ever reads that or ever looks at that or oversees that but they kind of played on the idea of you know this is how he really is um 
I don't if I don't know if they're playing it into the character or not, but this is the wrestling biz. You never really truly know, in a sense, to some extent. Um, so I like the way they did that, and I also like the new character, fictitious characters that they were using throughout the game, which you can also play on other modes as well, and you unlock throughout the game. So I mean, basically the battleground, the battlegrounds thing is that this is it's a new league. Think about I haven't watched Raw, but I've been hearing about this Raw Underground situation that they're doing so I, I, it feels like that there's some similarities or parallel to what's going on with that uh situation as opposed to what's going on to the storyline but what i love about this story the most is that the narrative and the story is so wacky it's so cartoonish but it's exactly what wwe is and i feel like this is where wwe as a whole as a brand shines in this game because this game represents everything that wwe really is in real life but i think it's done even more successful in this game than it is in real life because they try to be cartoony they try to make sense of all the things that they try to do but it comes off better in this format than it does in their actual shows and you know a credit to that is the writing and it makes sense the character development and it makes sense to what they're doing with this story the story i think here is probably better than anything that's going on in smackdown and raw right now um possibly nxt as well who knows but you know that's the thing and i actually i really did enjoy it there were some you know matches that were like uberly uberly hard uh in there but i realized why <laughs> and a lot of it is because you probably it's probably best for you to go through battleground challenge first with your created wrestler and basically this mode is like allows you to create your own wrestler which you do have a creative suite that creative suite unfortunately is very limited in terms of uh moves that you can pick costumes and, and what they call vanity uh which are like just you know costumes that create your wrestlers gimmick or whatever like that is it's extremely limited to what you're used to on a 2k game with a huge creative suite which is something else that yukes was very successful in doing uh that creative suite is one of my all-time favorite creative suites of any game i've ever played I just it's one of the main reasons why i love buying the 2k game series is because to just spend like over an hour or two just creating your own character and some something really cool and in depth and allowing you to create your own narrative and create your own universe from that and that's why i really love the 2k series at the time uh before they just went belly up i guess um so the battleground series you create your own wrestler and then you send them through a series of just matches which is connected to this kind of you know uh rpg type of deals like you go through a match you earn money you unlock different features in the game and unlock different abilities and stuff like that i have yet to unlock any other moves because if you go into the creative suite the move sets for your character only consist of signature moves and finishers that's it and unfortunately there are only three right now so each rest each fighting style that you pick your for your creative wrestler and you go into the battle challenge there's different things to unlock so some requires money other requires abilities and i have yet to do the other ones because i think you'll be able possibly to unlock different moves from that so i haven't uh, it's unsure yet but i haven't played through all of that yet uh it's a, it's a lot of grinding but not I, and I, say, I hate to say grinding because that may be too strong of a term i've watched other reviews and i think when i watch these reviews they 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 
they shot, they shotgunned their review to the point that I realized for the first time ever that people review things not as thoroughly as I thought. There are people who would talk about how you had to grind and make it and, and kind of make it like a big deal. The grinding is not that big of a deal. And there are other things that I think that was not a big deal that we're going to talk about as well. And that I thought was going to be a big deal, but I haven't found it yet. And I've been playing this game for quite a while uh, now. Uh, exhibition for uh, one for men and one for uh, women. Tournament mode. King of the battleground are also you uh, uh, match types as well. Each within each match type, there's usually a one on one tag team, tornado tag, cage match, Royal Rumble, Gauntlet, Fatal Four Away, and Triple Threat. Now, the bad part about this is that a few of these, uh, such as the tournament mode, the King of the Battleground mode, and Battle Challenge, are all online reliant modes. You cannot play those offline, and you need those uh, modes to be able to unlock money, you know, in game currency, uh, and other things. Now, the in game currency in the game depending on how you get it is not a lot if you sometimes if you win a match the normal the minimum is a hundred you know in-game currency that you could gain it but it does build up after a while the also the other way is when you level up when you level up you get like you start off with like 500 750 1000 as you keep leveling up it gets bigger uh then it goes i think the biggest i've gotten was about like two grand you can also um, get current in-game currency through challenges and you get money from that as well. So plus some bonuses that you could get. So um, it's not as bad as I thought it was. I thought that they were going to tweak it to make sure that you had to buy in or that you'd be impatient to buy in. So I, I thought it was as bad, but it's not too much. Um, I, also, I do love the moves here that I see because it is a brawler. It is more like a Smash Brawler than it is a wrestling game. It's the over-the-top moves um, and crazy environmental uh, elements that will help make the game a lot more entertaining. So that's fun. If you just play it just to play it, just to enjoy it, like it, you'll have fun with it. But if you're looking for a really in-depth series like 2K or Fire Pro, you're not going to get it here. You're going to be highly disappointed. Um, it is unfortunate but 2k is now becoming synonymous with the term microtransaction um they advertise that you will have up to 70 wrestlers for you to use however they did not tell you that you will be able that you will have to grind to get them and some of the wrestlers you know can span from as low as 300 3000 in-game currency all the way up to 12,000 in-game currency that's the you know the um the rocks the stone coals the triple h's uh those guys you know they they go up to like 1200 um so the, the, the i guess the good news for me is that i don't really care about the actual wrestlers in the sense of trying to be as a wrestler. like when i play wrestling games i play as the characters that i create so I create my own world when I play a wrestling game. So I more than less focus on creating my character and just, you know, updating my character. You also do have RPG elements for your character as well. I should note that that's very important. And it costs in-game currency to do it well as well. I believe if you make up to at least 35,000 in-game currency, you can use, you can unlock all the abilities for your created character using that amount. And there are some times in the battle challenge that you will come across a match that will allow you to win extra amount of money from like as much as 5,000 in-game currency to 7,500 to even 
uh, 10,000. So that helps boost it up more. So you do have that option as well. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. So it is, a, it, I mean, it's a grind, but not a, not a grind to a point that is like, it feels like it's tedious and tasking and stuff like that. It's like, it's not that bad because when you play through the matches, you act, you easily win the matches very, very easily for the most part. The, the difficulty level is not that high and it's not trying to make it hard for you, especially the more you develop, you, um, you level up. So I, I, I didn't see any ill will intent or unethical attempts to try to make it force you to buy through the, uh, the the microtransactions it's there for those who just don't want to who's just impatient but if you play through the game you can actually earn that money and actually unlock certain things that you want i think the the system the formula and systematic process of it is actually fair uh, i'll give them that credit and i was looking for it to be not fair but it's not um but they do have in-game currency that you know it's in there but it, it reminds me of um what game is that infinity um infinity not what is uh infinity blade which was the old mobile game they used to come out the game was highly playable they had microtransactions in there but they never forced you to do it you could play through the game without even having to use it if you wanted to go through it again and they had game saves so it's like you didn't have to go through that so i thought you know but if it's just for those lazy people I, I i don't mind that they do that if you got people who are so lazy that they don't want to you know just play through it and enjoy the game and you can get through the game without having to spend a dime and i i've unlocked quite a bit in this game and didn't have to spend i didn't spend one dime other than what i paid for the game itself so and if you play if you pay for the uh i guess for the bundle version or the uh, the uh extra bundle pack version which is like ten dollars more they give you some in-game currency and some other currency as well plus some other things to unlock as well and there so it's it's really actually not that bad as i thought it was so unfortunately it's not the game that we want but it's not as bad as we thought it would be and with that said i still say that if you want a more in-depth game go for you know a go keep playing 2k19 uh even play 2k18 on a switch to that extent um but 2k19 is probably the best game that you're gonna buy as far as the game experience or continue to play fire pro wrestling as well for that in-depth you know real wrestling experience phil uh this is just a it's just an arcade game but it has a it has a story mode it has some other things i think they did a pretty good job with that but it is a there is a lot of limitations for it so if i'm gonna grade that that's a c plus on my note for that one because i would i thought that they could do a lot more with it but i thought they were just playing it too safe in my opinion so there's that um we also have some updated situations with the um marvel avengers we're going back we're switching on to crystal dynamics here now crystal dynamics put over Put our uh put out a uh 10 gig patch that helped with a few problems <laughs> and i say when i say few i mean over a thousand from what they said uh, which included stability issues plaguing playing uh the game experience including costume locking that no longer happens thank goodness issues with story campaign i wouldn't know anymore because i managed to get through the campaign without any trouble um infinite loading issues has been fixed mission issues crash issues 
infamous glitches with Black Widow flying away from the stage maps. That is, I guess that's no longer happening and much, much more. Reportedly over a thousand issues based on feedback and data for, uh, by gamers. Um, as of right now, I've, I know that I've looked in their Twitter account and people are still having some issues with some things and people who didn't have issues before now have issues. So this is crazy. It's crazy, but like I said, you make a, you try to make an experience that, you know, people didn't ask for. This is what you get, you know, trying to doing too much and trying to gain more money from people. You immediately noticed, though, one of the positives is that the cosmetic changes in the game, less collision detection issues that I found me personally. This is my experience. I know people. There are other people who have experienced a little bit more. There are also issues of slowdowns um, when match when the massive battles happening. That's still an issue. Um, but the the cosmetic part, the colors are a little bit richer. The texture is a little bit, um, you know, uh, the textures are richer. The colors are a little bit more saturated. You could tell there's a different, you know, cosmetic change on that note. So that's cool. Um, blues are really popping out. Reds are popping out more. Uh, there's that glitch with the Captain America. Uh, one of the Captain America suits or skins is not happening anymore. That was creepy as hell. Um, some gamers have said that they have lost in-game currency and leveling due to the glitches that has been um, yet to be resolved. Uh, the patch updates absolutely made something significant. I believe I believe I did read that another patch has come. Have not checked it out yet. However, still lacks replay value. You're just playing the same mission modes. You still got to wait for that other stuff. There's no way that you could play the story mode campaign. I've reached out to them. They reached back quickly. I give them that credit because just something 2K games would not have not done uh, when it comes to damage control of their glitched uh, 2K18's experience. And they just said that, you know, at this time, you won't be able to play the story mode. They, they have, uh, they'll report it and we'll see. I, I can't understand between this and uh, this and uh, what Jump Force. I don't understand. Like, why do they think that people would not want to replay the story mode? Why would you work all? Hard? Why even put a story mode out if your if your intentions is to just have us play it once? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But the bad part is, and we talked about this a while back with um, Professor Antoine Foreman. There's always going to be some people. Who are just gonna, you know, take the uh, blue pill and just go with ignorance is bliss. This is why people things don't get done is because you decide to just settle for things, and we get games like this. Unfortunately, um, as of right now, we still can't play the story mode as I mentioned. So we'll see. Hopefully that'll come back. But even worse, the announcement of the PlayStation Five and spider-man miles morales is coming in november crystal dynamics is officially on countdown mode in hopes that they can gain their audience attention enough to still play when the new game and the new gen system comes out which is TikTok. we got less than a month a little over a month to go before that launch and i still gotta get my uh i still gotta reserve for a copy i i'm i'm gonna be hopefully part of the second wave of pre-orders when that comes out uh that debacle man i hate pr stunts and i don't care what anybody says i still claim that as a pr stunt so and reportedly xbox has claimed that they have uh also been sold out of their units as well so you know kudos to them for that as well we'll see how this goes we'll see what the sales are going to be but that's a good thing for gaming in general 
that both Xbox is selling out and um, PlayStation is selling out. Now, with that said, it's not selling out. Xbox is still not selling out in Japan, and they've always had a situation in Japan, and so much so that Japan has, I believe, decreased the price for the S series for $30 less because they're still trying to get uh, Japan uh, gamers to invest in the xbox and there's always been an issue that has always been an issue with the xbox they had problems with the um with their last one uh so i mean it's unfortunate it's unfortunate but uh, you know people are just not in that market is just not in for what they're selling over there uh, unfortunately and it's not to say that they don't have great games on xbox of course they do it's just maybe it's just not the niche that they're looking for and there's a certain niche you know audience that that doesn't capture it whereas sony captures it all you know they managed to get it off over there so uh marvel avengers lost a significant amount of momentum due to this debacle and uh i don't even think at this point spider-man will be able to save this game but time will tell we will see so um last bit of news i want to talk about is the sudden news that i got based upon um the what was it the news that uh yakuza one of my favorite Sega games is getting a movie. Now, if you guys remember watching Sonic the Hedgehog when that came out, which was a awesome freaking movie. <laughs> Thank God it turned it out the way it did. Um, Yakuza was shown at the very beginning on the opening graphic, uh, the logo graphic for Sega. And, you know, there have been talks that the other games are in development. And now we, it's official reports, have said that uh, Yakuza movie is being developed by Sega variety reports variety gets a lot of stuff man <laughs> variety reports that sega has teamed up with uh 1212 entertainment and wild sheep content for its latest video game movie adaption which will be produced by eric bark uh barmack uh roberto grande and joshua long uh as of right now we don't know the release date for this but this is absolutely happening i here's what i'm hoping for and i know it might not happen but it would be awesome. It would be absolutely awesome if they would get the guys from New Japan Pro Wrestling who was in Yakuza 6. Oh, excuse me. Uh, which was one of my favorite, absolutely favorite, uh, you know, games of all the Yakuza games. And probably one of the first ones or only ones that I beat, to be honest. But you guys recall playing that game and if you're wrestling fans you know that they were in there you had okada you had um tenryu in there you had a bunch of people uh the uh god um nakamura was in the game i mean you just had a bunch of guys in there um not not shinsuke nakamura he wasn't in there i forgot who the guys were in um a lot of um lost ingabranadas was in there uh a lot of those guys i mean there was a bunch of different um new japan pro wrestling guys in there you know just to honor those guys but i thought they were really great fit for what they were doing with it i hope it'd be really cool if they bring them to this uh, to this adaption bring them into that world as well so uh there again no 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 other news other than that but it's really cool that that's being in development and hopefully we can get that you know possibly next year or even 2022 when hopefully things get back in order from that so folks that will do it for this edition of this show we're going to take a break come or this segment of the show i should say we're going to take a break come back and i'm going to review super mario 3d all-stars for the switch right after this 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTomLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTomLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! back with our final stage review and it is my review of super mario 3d all-stars celebrating 35 years of mario with this great combination of 3d games that really set the standard for what nintendo can now can do as well as the gaming industry in terms of uh, open world games and just innovation as well now granted i will confess about something right now never really beat super mario 64 it really honestly didn't have a desire to when the 64 came out i admired that they went this different direction with mario but i still wasn't into the new 3d era of video games at the time i was still loving the 2d side scrolling era of things and you know it took me a while to get adjusted to the 3d thing because i was just i'm i'm how i was with 3d back then is the same way people are with digital and physical copies i wasn't ready to transition yeah, and it took me a while to transition because I didn't think at the time that the 3D era was as good as it is now and didn't know how good it was going to turn out to be. So this is, in fact, like Mario 64 is can be considered like the Paleolithic era of it could be considered the Paleolithic era of 3D games. But at the same time, it could be representative of or parallel to the greco-roman era or even the egyptian era of art you know if you look if those of you who've ever taken art history you know that there's some similarities between art history and gaming history in a sense um, of the evolution of it and when it comes to you have your paleolithic area which is you know the caveman era of things so you got your caveman drawn and you'll compare that to the pong or the atari era and then we start to evolve and we start to evolve the way we draw. So when you get to like the Egyptian era, the drawings and art, you know, styles that you see on the on the walls and, and the scriptures and the sculptures and, and, and vases and vases and everything, they start to form a bit better, a bit more an uh, elaborate perspective of the human form or whatnot. So you have that. The same thing goes when you get to the 16-bit era or the 8-bit era of video games. But by the time you get to 
this is the 3D era, which was like the age of Yu Suzuki and um, Mario 64. It's kind of like when they start doing sculpting. You know, you move from doing cave paintings or wall paintings and you move into sculpting. And that's what the 3D era brought to the table and, you know, in, re in relevance to what the video game era was. Um, you have th sculptures now. You have 3D full figures now here. And I just wasn't ready because it just didn't look like the something I would be into. And I still to this day have not beaten six, uh, 64. And I honestly, I still didn't have a desire to. Um, not to mention working at the time with the with the 64 controller wasn't like I, I it took I, I didn't buy a 64 instantly I brought a PlayStation I was a PlayStation dude but there were some things on the 64 that I was dying to play and for instance all the wrestling games that came about in the 64 and I love those games and that's what really brought me to the table more than that. And then I started buying imports as well, like uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which I still own that cartridge as well. And it was a rare, that was a rare game to buy for the Nintendo 64. And I had to use the uh, instant replay cartridge to be able to play that as well. So, um, yeah, I, I just wasn't really into it. But you started seeing 3D art style and, and animation and the framework start to gradually get better. But when it got to, and, and it, I, I recognize 64 as revolutionary uh, and evolutionary as well. Uh, but it was just something I just wasn't into. It wasn't my favorite Mario game by the, by the, the by no means. <laughs> like if I play the, if I talk about the top, my top favorite uh, Nintendo games, that doesn't even hit the fifth. That doesn't even go to top five. It, does, it doesn't even get into the five. There are much better games of Mario that was even in the two-bit era for me. Um, then you have Super Mario Sunshine, which came out for the uh, the GameCube. And I did get that game, but again, it didn't strike me as much. Now, great, there, I mean, I, I recognize that they're very beloved games and they're very playable, but I, in terms of control scheme and such, I just wasn't into it. Like, not until Galaxy came out. And Galaxy was something I did play um, and I did enjoy more and you could tell the the uh, the evolution and control schemes were a lot more fluid than the other two you play the first two games today like if you buy this game you're buying a piece of history and you're buying what was back then exactly in the way that it was there is no changes to the control scheme there's no fixes to it but what you'll see is a a progression of improvement within every game you know every 3d game that they laid up with now being odyssey and odyssey to me is the greatest of them all still to this day uh even you know i mean just just none it's just like everything that they did for every single mario game culminated in that one game that they did with odyssey and i think that that was the greatest game ever but just to be able to look back even if you met rather didn't like playing this game uh the 64 or sunshine or whatever or you did love it and you want to rekindle that experience again you have it you have a piece of history and if anything to buy reason to buy this game is for that piece of history that you can have in your collection of, on the switch so both mario 64 and uh sunshine that when in terms of the controls and the gameplay you could feel how outdated it is there is some clunkiness to it uh i was never a fan of, of the gameplay from the first two 
and there's a lot of reasons why for that um camera camera especially wasn't great as it is now um the use of the analog felt fluid but not fun for me i per se um with mario signature 3d moves uh move set you can see how it improves through each game though uh it definitely you you can see it feel it up better but i will definitely say out of all the th out of the three i enjoy galaxy the uh, most i think galaxy was the best of the three and for a lot of reasons i for some reason think that they did optimize and tweak galaxy to and format it for the switch because there are some things that you could do in galaxy that is especially made for the touchscreen of the switch which i believe you were never able to do with the wii i don't i can't speak for the wii u i never brought the wii u but the fact that you can use touchscreen capabilities from uh, mario galaxy tells me that they did some uh remastering and tweaking for this game which is awesome uh when it comes to super mario sunshine however the use of the water pump to me was a bit annoying especially when using it against boss battles it was hard to control that pump and, and really master it I, and i get it and it, i'm only speaking for myself i'm not speaking for anybody else i'm not dictating what you should think but i'm just going by my experience and i, I just wasn't a fan of the the uh, pump and i think that's why i stared away from sunshine it was okay fun but it was like if people loved it back then I mean, what did you have to compare to Sunshine? You had beautiful graphics at the time coming from the uh, GameCube uh, with this game, and you got something different. And what was it being? What was Mario competing with at the time that was better than that in some in, a, in some cases? Not much. So, you know, for that time frame, it was a really great game. Now, with every with all the other Mario games that are out, eh, for me, it just didn't it didn't play as well um sunshine was a game i owned when i got the gamecube but i never could get into it because of that pump and the nozzle and you know there were certain brawl battles that i was playing where i was trying to aim and trying to you know dodge away from different projectiles that were coming at me at the same time and you got to stand still it was just it was too much going on there was a there was a lack of fluidity for me in the gameplay compared to other mario games that i've played um but this game should be a nostalgia trip down memory lane even with the new joy con controls which i've heard from some people that they didn't like particular um particularly how the control scheme was used for the switch version and for this because you guys remember you're using a gamecube controller so if you're not using if you don't have their special gamecube controller that they have out and you might have some trouble getting adjusting with just it uh and assimilating into the jury con uh control scheme with that so um the game which came out for the wii and uh galaxy well the main attraction like i said was the galaxy for me which it came out for the wii in 2007 still holds up in terms of graphics and fluid con uh, control scheme um not only that but you know the fact that they added on some other new features and such i i, I really loved that experience it was it, it's not as fun as super uh, mario odyssey but it's a little more fun uh it's a little more to me like super mario uh 3d world in, in that case um at this time like i said odyssey still remains the greatest mario game i've ever played and it was such a great love letter to everything that has been done prior to leading up to that game it i, I I remember playing Odyssey when it came out, when the Switch came out and everything. 
I had the biggest smile on my face, especially when you played that Donkey Kong City. Uh, I forget. I don't think it's called Donkey Kong City um, stage, but it's the stage where the mayor, who just happened to be Pauline um, from the original Donkey Kong, and she's singing. They got the signature song, and just such a beautiful experience it reminded me of why we love marvel studios so much it was that type of film because they give you such a feel-good moment with that and it just made you appreciate why you've been a fan of nintendo for so long and this game and this actual this packet this whole entire pack is a reason why you love nintendo as well so i mean i find the original if, if in terms in terms of um collections i find the original super mario all-star uh game to be a more fun collection of games of mario which is the original mario super mario 2 and mario 3 but it's all enhanced with 16-bit graphics this time around uh and and the lost levels i like that one better than this one in the case but this not to take anything away from this, this is still pretty fun and it, it just great uh, going back to memory you know back down memory lane with that plus added to that you get all of this uh music from the game i love that they're doing this with a lot of the game series that they're coming out with that they're giving us the entire soundtrack that we can listen to on the road or whatever like that it, it, i think that's pretty cool so you get the entire soundtrack of all three games as well that you can listen to and uh utilize at any time as well so that's awesome uh it, it's just it's just a great way to do it um overall even if the two games feel outdated we still have to respect what they did for the industry at the time uh it's a great game to look back and, and just you know what we had and to be even more grateful for what we have now and, and and what is to come for the future of gaming which hopefully doesn't include any more loot crates and microtransactions so with that said my grade for this is a b so uh it would be wrong for me to give this an a and give odyssey an a plus and all this stuff like um, i mean just as a package deal this definitely gets a I, honestly because of it's a package deal and everything that they give you i even up it to a b plus you know um i just think that they you know it's a, it's a great down memory lane and, and galaxy is just a game that i think a lot of you know nintendo fans should check out if they haven't already and you know you got kids you can have them you know this is a great game for those uh kids to enjoy and see what you're what you enjoy when you were that age at the time when that game came out too so and of course it allows them to appreciate what they have now so folks that will do it for this edition of select start thank you guys so very much i hopefully i was able to take your mind off of things just for about an hour or so um if you like what you heard, if you want to keep supporting us, please keep checking us out. Please keep spreading the word. Let them know that they can go to TalkTimeLive.com to check out this episode and all of our episodes there, uh, as well as our exclusive interviews with some of the best in all things anime, comics, movies, and games, which you can check out on TalkTimeLive.com. You go into that and you go to the TalkTime Live exclusive page and you'll see all of the interviews there. I just updated it just recently. Uh, and then also, you can... Uh, or you could also type in directly talktimelive.com forward slash exclusive and it'll take you right there. You can also subscribe and download to any of the major platforms that you listen to for all your music and everything and all your podcast talk shows and whatever, such as Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, and Apple, um, Amazon Music. All there for you at the ready and it'll upload a minute that a new episode will come in every time. So folks, thank you. This Sunday on Talk Time Live, we're back with a Talk Time Live Prime episode and 
we're gonna talk Dragon uh, Dragon Dogma. Now, this is the uh, new Netflix original series based on the game created by and developed by Capcom. I saw this on the Nintendo Switch. I know this is a game that people have played before. I didn't know or understand why it warranted a actual anime, but that tells us uh, that explains of this success that they uh, did an adapt an anime adaption to this, and Netflix is handling it. So you know, this is probably going to be compared to Castlevania in a sense. And uh, seven episodes, going to get a chance to check it out and talk about it, especially one particular episode that I thought the dumbest thing ever happened. That I that it I guess I don't know if it's a fact of the times or whatever, but I just thought just it was the dumbest stupidest absolutely idiotic thing pointless thing that i've ever saw in terms of narrative and storyline so it, it just it, i don't know we're gonna we'll talk about it i'm not even gonna get into it now but we're definitely going to talk about that sunday as our talk topic and any other news that will be uh coming about this week and there is some news going on in our favorite family so stay tuned for there so folks that will do it for me all i gotta say for now is one be safe keep everybody else safe mask up we lost 200,000 people in our country the highest number of COVID victims in the world we are the highest now we got to do what we got to do be the hero to others mask up definitely and also get ready for our end game November 3rd or look get your ballots in as early as possible we gotta we gotta end this we gotta end all of this we gotta end this anarchy and this hate and this evilness that has come by it's time to use your superpower hate to sound cliche but it's real this is real your superpower is your ability to voice that have a voice and to use your voice and to use your vote so definitely do that so that's all i'm going to say about that folks that will do it for me on behalf of myself this is dax xavier josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i am out of here take care and i'll talk to you guys soon Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.